Welcome to the Dermatology Podcast, the official podcast of the European Academy of Dermatology and Venereology. I'm Christopher Horskamp. And I'm Adriana Jurasik. And we are your hosts. Every month, the JEADV chooses and highlights four articles in a section called Editor's Picks. Today, we're going to go through those Editor's Picks for April 2022. We will be exploring the topics, a case of self-limiting lichenoid drug eruption after non-mRNA vaccination, erythema gyrantum repens, living with self-improving collodion or congenital ichthyosis, COVID-19 vaccination, psoriasis and biologics. But before we get into that... Face-to-face courses are back. Specialists, residents and now nurses all have the possibility to attend EADV organised courses. We're looking forward to meeting you in some of the most beautiful cities in Europe. To see what's coming up next, go to eadv.org and check under face-to-face education. If you're not an EADV member, have you thought about becoming one? Benefit from access to on-demand webcasts, online courses, 19 medical journals including EADV's esteemed JADV, over 20 textbooks, reduced fees for congresses and symposia and much, much more. Go to eadv.org under membership for more information. And now, the editor's picks. Vaccination safety, a cause of self-limiting lichenoid drug eruption after non-mRNA vaccination. Due to the significant impact of COVID-19 on public health, several vaccines have been developed which provide a good level of safety. However, to date, as of February 2022, dermatological reactions to COVID-19 mRNA vaccines have been commonly reported, albeit non-severe and self-limiting. While lichen planus is an idiopathic, chronic, inflammatory, mucocutaneous, and nail disease, lichenoid drug eruption is a rare adverse reaction to a medication or vaccine that is clinically and histologically identical. Lichen planus and lichenoid eruptions are some of the uncommon reactions observed after mRNA vaccination, three cases with Pfizer-BioNTech and one case with Moderna vaccine. Correa from Hospital de Santo Maria Centro Hospitalar Universitario Lisboa Norte in Lisbon, Portugal, and co-authors described the case of a 66-year-old previously healthy male who presented to an emergency department with a two-month history of a disseminated pruritic eruption starting on the back and extending to the scalp, trunk, and extremities. Lesions appeared five days after the first dose of the Oxford-AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine a viral vector non-mRNA vaccine. Erythematous and psoriaform confluent papules and plaques were symmetrically distributed across the body. The clinical picture of the timing between the vaccination and the appearance of the skin eruption and the histopathologic findings were consistent with a lichenoid eruption most likely triggered by the COVID-19 vaccine. After treatment with topical betamethasone, complete clinical resolution was reached within four months A subsequent second vaccination with the mRNA Moderna COVID-19 vaccine was well tolerated. The authors conclude that while the pathogenesis of this reaction is not fully understood, COVID-19 vaccines, both mRNA and non-mRNA, can induce immediate type 1 reactions. Although with growing literature adverse effects of these vaccines are reported, the benefits outweigh the risks of COVID-19 vaccination by far. So these adverse events should not discourage people from vaccination against a life-threatening virus. 
erythema gyratum repens, beneficial effect of acitretin after thorough diagnostic workup. Erythema gyratum repens, EGR, is an impressive dermatosis and in most cases a paraneoplastic phenomenon that resolves under treatment of the malignancy. However, in a minority of cases, no underlying factor can be identified. Neuen from University Zeichenhuis Brussels in Brussels, Belgium, and co-authors report a clinical conundrum of a 67-year-old female with a history of breast cancer in remission who presented with one year of erythematous, scaly concentric rings starting at the ears then developing on the trunk and extremities. A thorough workup ruled out malignancies. After some therapies that only led to minimal improvement, treatment with acetretin, which regulates keratinocyte proliferation and differentiation, led to full resolution. There was no recurrence of EGR or malignancy throughout the follow-up period. The authors propose that this is one of the first idiopathic cases to be successfully treated with acetretin. This still underlines the importance of establishing a clear diagnosis of EGR and determining if it is a paraneoplastic, since 70% of EGR cases reveal underlying malignancy. Living with self-improving collodion or congenital ichthyosis Autosomal recessive congenital ichthyoses are heterogeneous skin disorders with onset at birth and are often considered to be lifelong and severe. Clinicians should be aware that spontaneous, near-complete resolution can remarkably occur after birth, called self-improving collodion or self-improving congenital ichthyoses. In a retrospective study, Hake from Elbe Klinikum Buxtehude in Buxtehude, Germany, and co-authors examined the quality of life of 78 children with autosomal recessive congenital ichthyoses and clinical features of the self-improving collodion or self-improving congenital ichthyosis phenotype. Their study showed that the percentage of self-improving collodion or self-improving congenital ichthyoses within the spectrum of autosomal recessive congenital ichthyosis is rather high. Mutations of the ALOXE3 and ALOX12B genes are prevalent in the subtype, which in addition includes features such as brachydactyly or short digits and kinking of the ears. However, in severe lamellar ichthyosis, hypoanhydrosis that involves dry scaly skin and absent or diminished sweating, low vitamin D levels, and impairment of quality of life are common. COVID-19 vaccination, psoriasis and biologics, do they impair the immune response? This month, another study addresses the safety of COVID-19 vaccines, but this time it concerns patients with psoriasis who are treated with biologic drugs. Cristaldo from San Galicano Dermatological Institute, IRCCS, Rome, Italy, and colleagues sought more information in this population regarding effects on the immune response induced by vaccination with an mRNA COVID-19 vaccine as well as its safety. It demonstrated that biologics do not cause a reduction in the antibody response to an mRNA COVID-19 vaccine B, Pfizer-BioNTech. Conversely, they found that methotrexate lowered the immune response, whereas well-known immunosuppressive factors such as obesity or HIV infection did not affect the antibody response. Age was the only independent risk factor for inadequate antibody response to this vaccine. There were no significant adverse events and no psoriasis flares observed in the weeks following vaccination. 
Thus, the benefit-risk ratio of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine appears to be favourable also in a population of patients with psoriasis. So that's it for the Editor's Picks of April 2022. Our first article was Exuberant Lichenoid Eruption After Oxford AstraZeneca COVID-19 Vaccine, a Singular Case by Coria and Co-Authors. Our second article was Resolution of Idiopathic Erythema Gyrantum Repens with Acetretin by Nguyen and Co-Authors. Our third article was Quality of Life and Clinical Characteristics of Self-Improving Congenital Ichthyosis within the disease spectrum of autosomal recessive congenital ichthyosis by Hake and co-authors. Our fourth article was Immunogenicity and Safety of Anti-SARS-CoV-2 BNT162B2 Vaccine in Psoriasis Patients Treated with Biologic Drugs by Chris Dowder and co-authors. Well, another great month of research. Absolutely. Of course, all of the articles presented today can be found in the Journal of the European Academy of Dermatology and Venereology. Though you can find free access and open access articles, EADV members benefit greatly by having access to all articles and content. We would like to give a special thank you out there to all of our listeners. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, or otherwise find us on any major podcast provider. We appreciate you joining us and look forward to presenting more interviews, research, and other topics of merit. Until the next episode, take care of your skin.